And Mitch Cohen now joins us from RaceNet. G'day, Mitch. Good morning, David. How's the darts going, mate? Uh, look, probably not as good as I'd hoped in recent weeks, but um, look, more time on the training paddock would certainly help me, I'd say. Um, it, I've, I've got a text on the text line. Hey, guys, can you ask Mitch about his darts? How, how good is he? So how long have you been playing them for? Uh, a couple of years. During COVID, I really started playing, like a lot of people. Caught, caught inside. I'm not very good. I did get my first 180 a few weeks ago, so it's, it's taken a while, but we finally got there. But I only need about... Oh, Probably 10,000 more to go professional, Dave. <laughs> Very good, mate. Very Only good. 10,000? I love it. Uh, now, Mitch, um, she's extreme. Gone for the autumn, unfortunately. Yeah, gone for the autumn, Dave. And um, look, it's, it could be gone for the spring as well, depending on the result of scans in, in 10 days' time. The nature of these tendon injuries, as we know, uh, look, they, they can see uh, a filly or a mare out for, or any horse really, but in this case, a filly out for an extended period. Where that leads extreme you, you say fingers crossed it's not the worst when these scans uh, come back in, in in 10 days time but um, look we won't see this autumn which is a real shame she obviously uh, look won the group one champagne as a two-year-old and then often I guess you see these two-year-olds not often not always anyway do they come up at three but she certainly did uh, with a couple of group one placings before going down and winning that Oaks so Obviously, one of our more exciting fillies in, in Sydney, but unfortunately, we won't be seeing it during the autumn. Um, where that leaves her, I guess, with these tendon injuries, being a Group 1 winning filly, um, I guess the breeding barn could be an option if, if the tendon injuries uh, are at its worst, obviously. Um, obviously, yeah. she's a very valuable filly, and, and these injuries, um, as we know, they don't often come back to their best. So, um, I mean, you've got to keep your fingers and toes crossed for the... The Anthony coming stable. I spoke to Anthony yesterday, and it's obviously pretty, pretty um, disappointing news. Given uh, she's she's such a classy filly, but we we hope for the best sort of in ten days' time. But um, yeah, I guess you've got to say her, her racing future is a bit in the balance. Yeah, it's interesting to see how uh, how that all unfolds. Whether uh, she will be back at the track or whether she will be, uh, you know, a, a mum uh, and, yeah, uh, and, and what they do. Yeah, sorry, Dave, to cut you off there. Yeah, yeah. she's. Obviously going to be, I guess, she'll be four later this year. And if it is that sort of 12-month stretch, then you start looking at, I guess, the start of next autumn. And then it's a case of, obviously, she, she's going to be a, a very valuable sort of broodmare as it is. Um, and it's, it's how she comes back. But that's, um, that's still a bit of water under the bridge to go yet, as I said. Um, we'll find out in sort of 10 days' time when she has scans, what the, what the nature of those scans are, but uh, well, how, at the extent of the damage, but um, yeah, you've got to keep your fingers crossed. Uh, now, the English Millennium Field, uh, obviously on Saturday, what about this? We've got uh, um, the fancied runners, Blanc de Blanc, uh, 16. Uh, we've got uh, the Horsen of John's uh, Saltier, 17. Uh, 19 for uh, Learning to Fly. So the favourites have drawn wide here, but that, I guess, is something they've all sort of drawn wide haven't they yeah it's kind of a bit of a level playing field for a lot of the fancied runners in this race obviously the the millennium field came out yesterday uh leading into this saturday and it's a cracker field i tell you what this year uh, there's a lot of nice horses that i think will go on and and see feature in these sort of the the races to come coming up to the golden slipper and things like that obviously learning to fly is the main one she's still the 290 favorite on the back of that excellent win stakes win where she looked to be 
I guess, headed in the straight, and she knuckled down and fought and, and still was able to win that race. But, uh, yeah, barrier 19 is certainly going to make it difficult for Chad Schofield on Saturday. And she's racing for, uh, I guess, a Ferrari as well, Dave, if she can win this race. Of course, um, Coolmore, with the Coolmore prom- promotion, um, I guess the first winner, or group, one, group one winner, or all this English millennium, uh, gets a Ferrari. So... Um, geez, that'd be nice, Dave. I'm sure you've got one in the uh, in the driveway already. I'm actually on your. I'm because I'm, I'm going to Europe uh, later this year for a mate's wedding. He's actually mm. filthy on me because he wants me to get there, you know, to do all the bridal party stuff and all this. But I've basled that. I'm going to the Ferrari Museum. Really? Yeah. So you're going to Italy? Yeah, I'm going to Italy. Yeah, the better half's not too keen on going to the Ferrari. I said, "Well, staff years, I'm going. Tell them how good." <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I wanted to go and see – well, I obviously won't be going and seeing Enzo, but I thought, uh, yeah, good, go to the Ferrari Museum. Outstanding. Well, well – More Wednesday useless information. Yeah, you could see Annabelle Neesham or, or one of the connections driving around in a Ferrari well, after, well, after Saturday. I, I asked about this yesterday. I said, Annabelle, what colour? And she said, no, 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 it's the owners that get the Ferrari. So um, it'll be Kiora, Coolmore, et cetera, sharing – the Ferrari, if it does uh, win, but I said to Annabelle, surely kick up. Um, surely we can get uh, some sort of Ferrari out to Warwick Farm and the um, parked out there for the stabling area. Surely. Yeah, and here I am driving around in my golf uh, golf TDI, mate. That's that's uh, about as good as it gets for me. But look, this race, back to this race, Dave. It's a it, it is a cracker. Um, it she's is obviously yeah. She's the top seed um, going into it off what she's done, but it certainly makes things interesting. I thought uh, Blanc de Blanc was, a, was an excellent chance. I think if uh, she drew a barrier in that English nursery, she probably wins the race. I think she's a really nice filly. I was keen to back her, but it's hard to, it's hard to uh, get into her when she's, she's drawn 16 as well. Obviously, they'll come in a couple once the emergencies come out. I think should come into about uh, 13 or, or 12, depending on, on how the, the cards fall in in the next little bit. But, yeah, a cracking edition of the race. It obviously brings in sort of the lead-up on Saturday into the English sales, which begin on Sunday and run through to Tuesday. They've got 180, uh, uh, sorry, 830 lots. I got there in the end. 830 lots will go through the sales ring at Inglis over the, over the next weekend. And, look, it looks like an excellent catalogue. Again, there's a few extreme choices there, uh, which are always popular. Uh, I think 16 deep fields, Dave, and they obviously announced the new $5 million maiden series on Monday. So, um, look, I think there'll be plenty of shopping. And as we know with these sales, uh, look, they've, they've been on the up for a while now, and I'm sure this will be no different. Exactly right. Uh, now, uh, Mitch, while I've got you on the phone as well, that, that sale will be great. Um, Animo, he's back. And speaking of horses travelling, it seems like Animo might be getting on the plane as well. Yeah, it's a possibility if all goes to plan for Animo. Obviously, he's, uh, I mean, he's done everything he needs to do already in Australia with the amount of Group 1s that he racked up last, last spring headline by that Cox Plate win, which... Uh, they, they coveted so dearly for him. He's done it at two, done it at three, done it at four. Um, so it would just be good to have him back at the races. You've got to say he's probably our premier horse in training at the moment. Um, obviously, this race on Saturday, he's, he's certainly got plenty of depth in it as well. Um, he looks ready to go um, first up after a couple of some soft trials, um, but he looks to be going as well as ever Animo. He, he faces a pretty good field on 
on Saturday, obviously, Chris Wallace always got a, a pretty strong hand and, and he's got the likes of Fangirl and Hinge who had a who had a track gallop at, uh, at Randwick last Saturday, as did El Bodegon, who was excellent in that Cox Plate as well, a Group 1 winner overseas. I think he's one of the horses we want to follow throughout this sort of autumn carnival, El Bodegon. He, he was excellent in that Cox Plate, um, obviously comes over with sort of Group 1 form over overseas and he's, he's had a little bit of time to settle so uh, look it could be a good little race on Saturday but yeah Animo obviously those overseas ambitions getting a, an overseas group one will just look excellent on his page so if he can go overseas and, and win one as well uh, look I think he'll be a pretty pretty hot commodity for Godolphin over the coming years. Great to chat with you this morning Mitch you have a good day mate. You too mate.